What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm so thankful that you came back today for the next half of John 15. We're going to be picking up in verses 18 through on into chapter 16, verse 4. It says this in the English Standard Version. If the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. But the word that is written in their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without a cause. But when the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. Well, I don't know what you were hoping for as you logged on to the podcast today, um, but maybe not uh, uh, these verses about how the world will hate those who follow Jesus. You know, it's so much easier to spend time um, in just absorbing God's love, his desires for us, like we talked about in the first half of John 15, just how we can abide in him and bear fruit. Um, But this this second half of the chapter is like where the life gets real. Um, These things come at a cost. Following Christ is not a promised easy path. Matter of fact, it's quite the opposite. If we love him and we're abiding in him as he's called us to do, then this is the natural result we will be hated by the world. Now, and his disciples, of course, would be hated and and in a much more physical and violent way than most of us will probably ever encounter. Um, But again, remember that this, the first probably 12 chapters of John really focus on Jesus' public ministry, covers a three-year period where we see kind of the rise and, and beginning 
of the decline of Jesus' popularity. In the beginning, he's relatively unknown. He begins the signs and wonders. His popularity increases. And now as we get into chapters 14, 15, and beyond, we see that opposition is increasing, right? And, And now in these last chapters, we see a shift from this public ministry to more this private ministry where he's revealing himself to the disciples and his close followers. And it's it's becoming a lot more urgent, isn't it? Because he, he knows what's coming. And these last few chapters um, focus in, the, the, the focus and the scope of this part of the Gospels really comes down into not now weeks and months and years, but minutes and hours and days because we're, we're leading up now to the crucifixion. So Jesus is um, very desirous to prepare the disciples for what's coming um and he and it's it's more urgent you can just feel that in in this context and so he's like listen if the world hates you don't feel alone and offended in that because they hated me first and if they loved you that's probably not a very good sign right because he's saying if they love you it's because you're like them and that's not what I've called you to I've chosen you out of the world therefore the world hates you and if I was persecuted you'll be persecuted and so he's he's really wanting to free them up. And that sounds strange in the light of adversity. Um, when we think about encountering suffering or persecution or opposition, it's hard to be like, oh, this is a good thing. But that's actually the truth of the situation. That opposition, that hatred is actually sort of like it said in, in the first half of the chapter. It, it's proving out that you're his disciples, the fruit that you bear, um, both in joy and in affliction, um, is, is evidence of his working within you, evidence of your abiding in him. And so, you know, he says, look, whoever hates me hates my father too, and, and they're going to hate you. And then he also mentions how, you know, he, he's flashing back to prophecy that um, the word would be fulfilled, that they would hate him without a cause. But then just this beautiful, beautiful truth and reminder that when the helper, which is the Holy Spirit, comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, proceeding from the Father. It's interesting to me here how he double emphasized that. He says, I'm going to send him to you from the Father. And then this Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, like in case there's any doubt ever, let's be really clear where this comes from. The Spirit will bear witness about him. And so we have that. We have that hope. We have that comforter. We have that helper who bears witness, who bears truth of of all things. Um, And he says in chapter 16, verse 1, I've said this to keep you from falling away. And how kind is Jesus to be preparing the disciples in this way? You know, if you know me, I um, am very much a fan of just blunt truth. I like to know what's coming and whether it's good, bad, horrible, indifferent, if I know it's coming, then psychologically, I just feel like I can deal with anything. It's like, okay, I can prepare my mind. I can prepare my spirit for whatever this hard thing is that's coming. And in many, many cases, we do not have that luxury. We cannot know. We are not in control, Um, but we know the one who is, praise his name. Um, But he is in this case because they are headed into some very tumultuous days. They are going to experience experience the hardest moments of their life in just these next few days um, in the context of this timeline. And he says, listen, I've said this to you to keep you from falling away so that you're not caught off guard. You're not surprised when this opposition comes. Indeed, you could actually be grateful for it as proof that you are my disciples. 
And it's so sad there in verse two, where he says, you know, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he's actually offering service to God. And while this is very specifically talking about um, what's leading up here to Jesus crucifixion and, and the Jews who believe that he isn't the Messiah. And so they think that their opposition to him is actually in service to God. Um, so sad and so tragic that they missed it. But the reality is we can be in that same position. We can be rejecting the very moving of the spirit and the very movement of God in our lives and thinking that it's not, it's because we're trying to follow God. And a a good example of that on a very small kind of like microcosm scale is just that if we say, well, I need to do all these things like in service to Jesus, I've got to sign up for everything. I've got to be on the committee of everything. I've got to accomplish all of these things because that's serving God. Unless God is truly calling you into those things, then that's not true. That you can be doing very good things um, from a human perspective perspective and they not be the things that God has actually called you to. And so obviously that's far less severe than these who are actually killing in, in, in wrong, you know, motives and believing that they're actually, um, serving God in that. But he's like, listen, I'm telling these things to you to keep you from falling away. And so that when it happens, you'll remember that I told you this, that you will not be surprised. And so if you're a believer today and you encounter opposition, severe opposition in some way in your life. This is the moment where you say, remember that I told you about this, okay? That this is what Jesus explained what does and will happen to those who are sold out to following him. We cannot love him and love the world in the way, in, in a way of service. Obviously, he calls us to love the world and his, his children, but not the ways of the world, not the sin of the world. And so, um, that's, there's no, uh, they can't live together. (laughs) You can't serve two masters, scriptures tells us, and we can't serve the world and serve the Lord. And so if you do not serve the world, then the world is going to hate you. They're going to find ways to bring us down. And so, um, we can take comfort though, when those things happen that, you know what, it's not just um, personal in the sense of, oh, it's a personal attack on you, but it's a, it's an attack on the kingdom. And you have been given all that you need in Christ to withstand because he is in you. His joy is in you. His love is in you and he will sustain. And so you can remember that he um, has sent the helper for us. And and so we can rely on the Holy Spirit. If you feel like you don't know what to do and you don't know how to handle this opposition, then you're in exactly the right place because it's in your weakness that he's made strong and that the Holy Spirit can move in and produce the fruit that we cannot produce without him. So um, I hope that that, this this passage can feel a little heavy and um, discouraging in a way, but the reality is um, there is nothing we will face that our God has not gone before us in and will not produce fruit from if we'll surrender to him. So um, I just hope that that encourages you today that yes, you may encounter opposition, but so did he and on a much grander scale than we can ever imagine. And he will redeem all things. So you can trust in that today. Thank you for joining us. And I hope that you'll continue on as we move forward with the rest of John 16. Be blessed. 
Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.